device was right there underneath our eyeballs. When it all came down, we were looking for the pitfalls. Until Judy said, baby, better get yourself to go in. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of a perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. Hey, internet, we would love a brother or sister Hyatt podcast, so get on that, guys. We'd love a crossover. I think we've established ourselves as first enough. Now, come on and join in. And there's plenty of room in the Hyatt fandom, as I have always said. And I think the fact that I had been doing my little project for a couple of decades before I met you, Jesse, just proves that you never know what's going to happen as you continue your journey. Absolutely. I am Jesse Jackson. The other wonderful voice you heard is my co-host in all things Hyatt, Sylvan Groth. And we are talking, We're. this is odd, we are halfway through our latest letter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> e only had two songs. So Don't last blink, week, you'll miss it. <laughs> yeah, last week we did the uh, our, the first one, and now we're doing the second one. But I think it's a fun one to talk about it. You want to give us some Just the Facts on Everybody Went Low? I would love to give Just the Facts on Everybody Went Low. This is the second song from, I'm sorry, no, the first song from Tiki Bar is Open which as we have discussed was released 9/11/2001 and it was the second album on Vanguard Records. That's the third song we've discussed from the Tiki Bars Open, so I won't go too much into all of the story of that album, although it, it's certainly interesting and I'm sure we'll revisit it. The album did peak at number 89 on the album charts and number 3 on the indie charts was the last album that John did with Vanguard. And I went back to my fan magazine. I actually covered this album in issue six of Slow Turning, the John Hyatt fanzine, which is available on the John John Hyatt archives.com, shameless plug. And there was just a nice little quote from John about writing this song that he picked up a 12 string guitar one day and just started playing that two chord jag. The subject matter was that phenomenon where people can inexplicably bring themselves and the people around them down at the same time, like a whirlpool. Musically, though, I was just trying to write a song with two chords. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it all the way. I had to come up with a bridge. We we don't have our guest to tell us more about what it means to have just two chords versus three and how a bridge is formed as part of the song. But I thought that was pretty interesting. And also just in my memory banks, I can't remember how soon after this album was released, John performed it live on stage and introduced it by saying that 
a young fan, probably someone five or six years old, met him before a show and said, I really love the eyeball song. I want you to play the eyeball song. And John's, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what is he talking about? And then he started playing those two chords and everyone in the audience laughed because they realized exactly what the eyeball song was. So I think that covers just the facts for Everybody Went Low. All right. Very good. We will be back after this very brief break and we will talk about the lyrics. We'll talk about some, I have a personal experience on the song and Mm. we'll be back. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon Podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, here we go. Everybody went low. The last time I saw John at House of Blues in Dallas, he played this song. And it was a really fun live song. I just think it's a catchy song. It Mm -hmm. is. It's just, it's fun. And there's something about when you can do that repetitive chorus Mm -hmm. that everyone can sing along with. Even if you don't know the other lyrics, you know the chorus, so you can sing along. Yeah, Yeah, so I have a soft spot in my heart for this one just because it it has so much energy and so much fun to it. This was a joy to hear it 
being sung over and over again. And one of the um, one of the covers you sent in our little playlist was our wonderful friend of the podcast, Jake, and he shredded the guitar on this thing. He was just rocking. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't mention that we did have a couple of amateur covers in the Just the Facts section. Jake Thistle had a great live version, and I thought that it really showed the energy that he put into it and the crowd getting into it. He was uh, backed by a full band, which is unusual. A lot of Jake's videos are just him playing in his room. Thank you for mentioning that. A very good one. And there was also a version by a man named Bob Waters, which I think is worth watching because he titled it everybody went low with apologies to john hyatt and was very self-effacing which i think is very much in the spirit of this song and how john often introduces songs himself very good covers both of them yeah and i will not spoil the story here it is worth going to the youtube video just to hear the story and explain why he did that i thought that was really a lot of fun Every time I hear this, I think of Michelle Obama. When they go low, we go high. Ah, right? interesting. So okay. I, Rich realizes not in context at all, uh-huh. but but it just, every time I hear that everybody went low, I think of her. When they go low, we go high. So that's a memory that is, I think, just the connection with those lyrics. Yeah. And I think that's great and worth mentioning that because music is always there in our life and it's such an emotional experience that no matter what you're going through, you're falling in love, you're going through a tragedy. As I mentioned, this album came out on September 11th and it's always going to be linked into my mind to that experience or what was going on politically at the time, even if it wasn't intentionally written about that. There's plenty more examples of that. So I I hadn't made that connection myself, but I completely honor that connection that you made, Jesse. Very nice. All right. You want to get into it? You want to start with the lyrics? Sure. I can get us started. The price was right there underneath our eyeballs. Yay, little kids. (laughs) Let's yell for the little kid. Yes. (laughs) When it all came down, we were looking for the pitfalls until June said, babe, better get yourself to going. We were so far gone, we had no way of knowing. Everybody went low. Everybody went low. Everybody went low. So what is happening here, Jesse? What do you think? So I this is one of those where if we weren't doing this for a podcast, I just, I'm not even going to worry about what the lyrics mean. <laughs> I just love the rhythm, eyeballs, mm-hmm. pitfalls, but it's our job. Mm-hmm. And to say, the prize is right there underneath our eyeballs. When it all came down, we were looking for the pitfalls. So you could make the argument that there is a goal in front of them, mm-hmm. and they are so busy looking for the got you's that they're stopping themselves from hitting the goal. Mm-hmm. That could be one version. What do you think? I, I don't. I really tried to dig up a quote where it talked not just about the what I read about him remembering sitting around and everybody, there's a phrase competitive grieving or talking about just how bad things could be. 
I think there was also a quote somewhere about basically getting high that had to do with this song. And that is inescapable for me once I got the idea. This to me is reminiscent of the teenagers hanging around someone's basement and mind altering a little bit. So the idea of, oh my goodness, what's going on with my eyes or definitely the idea of when you're a teenager, it's all about the angst and how many things are wrong. And then someone calls him out on it. June said, babe, get get yourself going. We are so far gone. We had no way of knowing. Yeah. I read that lyric as far gone as in high stoned, drunk, whatever we want to call it. And then we get into that. Everybody went low and feeling that. I I had not thought of that. I love that because I was thinking, once again, I talked a little bit about there's that target, that goal, and you're worrying about it. I was thinking of this and maybe because um, I was in a meeting today, a virtual mm-hmm. meeting, that so often you in work and in life, in personal, you get distracted by the what ifs mm-hmm. instead of saying okay the we could this will handle most of the exceptions or most of the things but not the exceptions and everyone keeps bringing up the exceptions uh-huh. and all of a sudden you find yourself way off track absolutely right? and there yeah. is that cliche don't let the pursuit of perfect get in the way of being good so that's where so Thinking of it from that kind of not only a business, but a personal goal, maybe this wouldn't work. What if this wouldn't work? And June saying, you better get yourself going, right? Mm -hmm. You have gotten so, the what ifs have gotten you so far off target from Mm -hmm. what we're trying to achieve as a couple or as a business or a friendship that we're gone. And, And then I do think that, there is a tendency to be negative and mm-hmm. everybody went low, right? There is things. My sister always jokes that I say that the high road is not very crowded. When mm-hmm. you take the high road, you don't run into a lot of people because most people don't. They want to go low. They want mm-hmm. to do the pettiness. And so I, I like your version as well. And and whenever John joins us, we'll ask him. (laughs) And he will refuse to answer. (laughs) Yes, he will. I love the second verse, right? She was pretty as a June bug, jumpy as a nerve end. When she pulled the rug out of my tire, started swerving. I was driving through the living room, driving through the basement, looking for the lowest spot in the pavement. What the hell, John? Last couple weeks ago, you wanted to kill the dog. Now you're driving the car through the house. I am having trouble with your metaphors. <laughs> I love the way he says June bug. Yes. It just is just just cute as a June bug. It just it it is I love that. And so I obviously this is a metaphor. Hey, Charlie wants to join us. I don't know if you guys <laughs> can hear. Yeah. <laughs> the someone must have walked by the house. Charlie is my son's dog. I assume this is pulling the rug out of your tires, pulling mm-hmm. the your 
you were thinking one thing, you pull the rug out from under you, all of a sudden I'm swerving now. What do I do? And I'm just making a wreck of things metaphorically. Absolutely. And then looking for the lowest spot in the pavement has often befuddled me because we were talking about high ground and low ground. Typically when you're looking for a safe place, you don't go to the bottom. And especially in a basement, that's usually where things flood and might not be the safest place to go. But again, it's the everybody went low is the idea of the song. I think I, again, fall back on this idea of maybe you're smoking a little something and you're just letting some ideas drift through your mind and you notice someone's getting a little anxious maybe and freaking out and then they say something that disrupts the kind of calm piece that you had in your little circle and you're trying to make sense of it. You're looking around, looking for the lowest spot in the pavement basically looking for a place to land or where are we going to settle? Great. I also could make the argument that this is really all about tornado and hurricane preparedness, Hmm. right? (laughs) That when a hurricane or tornado is coming, you're supposed to get into the basement or the lowest spot, a place without exposed windows. So maybe this is John just telling us, you've got to find the lowest spot in the pavement, (laughs) lay down to protect yourself if a hurricane or a tornado is coming because it feels like rain. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. It could uh, just which, be a forecast. Yes. Yes. It, then every once in a while, everybody went low again. Just I, I, this chorus is just so much fun and going there. So you want to go to the next verse? Sure. Nothing. I think it's actually technically the bridge. So okay, sorry, yes, I got thrown off by the verse. Yes. Nothing there to corrupt you. Nothing there to live up to. There's no place further down. Turn it off or turn around. So that to me, I can't think of it any other way than that quote that I shared, that you're hanging out with your friends, you're just talking, and you're all on that wavelength. And for whatever reason, you're not talking about how are we going to get great scores on our SATs? How are we going to get into the college we want? We're talking about we're never going to accomplish anything. We're going to be stuck here. Nothing up to nothing there to live up to no place further down. And there's a comfort in that, especially like the misery loves friends. When you're really getting into this thought process with your friends. And especially I think when you're a teenager and I was not too far out of my teendom, I'd actually just graduated college when this album came out. But there's that feeling that everyone is always talking to you about, you just have to push yourself to succeed. You just have to get as high as you can, raise up and do as much as you can, get the highest scores you can, excel in every way. And then when you're with your friends, you just have to say, this is never going to work. You have to call BS on the whole idea of everyone is exceptional because if everyone is exceptional, no one isn't exceptional. So it's interesting that he combines it with a corruption and a living up to there's a bring you down and a bring you up. I really just find it in the comfort of friends, comfort in your peers. And 
that no place further down, we are dragging ourselves into the depth and you can just turn it off or turn around. You get start turning back up again. So I'm going to go a little different way as mm-hmm. an alternate theory. Once again, I guess I, I have my business hat on way too much today. <laughs> Often you can, you choose, we will tell people at work or in personal, be careful who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. If you become work friends or surround yourself with low achievers, with people who work really hard to get out of work. And I used to joke, nothing good happens in the smoking area. Nothing good happens in the smoking area. So therefore, if you have the wrong people around you, the wrong contemporaries, they can drag you down and to their level. So you don't want to do that. On the other hand, if you're not careful, if you surround yourself with overachievers, you can go the other way where you lose your work balance and you're so motivated or trying to achieve or trying to stay up with the Joneses that you actually hurt yourself mentally, physically by striving yourself. So, and there's no further place down to turn it off. You know, there's no place further down. Turn it off or turn around. And the idea of Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. This is, we know that, to quote the great Harry Chapin, we don't know if there's a natural life. We hope there are. We we want to believe that they are. But for sure, all we know is this lifetime. And to do the best you can to do that. So quit sitting around doing a lot of dope with your friends and get going. I adore this guitar solo. Mm. I I just love the bridge and guitar solo. I just think it's really great. So yeah, but that is perfect. Any thoughts on me ranting of maybe way too heavy? Not at all. And we are not musicians, so maybe yeah. we don't give enough of a nod to the guitar solos and so forth. But Sonny Landreth is a legend of slide for a reason. Yes. And it is fun when it feels like he's just been given the keys to the catalog, so to speak, and he yeah. heals out. And this is definitely a song where that's true. Oh, absolutely. All right. While I was coming up for air, I heard somebody breathing. It was Junebug praying harder than a heathen. I love that rhyme, breathing heathen. <laughs> she was smiling like the sole survivor in a lifeboat, said, if I jump in, June, you think this thing will still, said, if I jump in, June, you think this still will still float. I love the idea that I'm trying to come up from air which would go better mm-hmm. with your thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. Perhaps we're enjoying some municipal, perfectly <laughs> legal substances in some states. And maybe I'm coming up for breathing. And then I love praying harder than a heathen. The idea, right, that they say there are no atheists in a foxhole. I love the idea that all of a sudden we're going on that. And 
if I jump into your lifeboat, is it going to still float? Am I going to drag you down? Right. And I just think this is a, I, I think it's interesting, your story, that he wanted to see if he could write a song with just using a couple of chords. Mm-hmm. And then just such fun lyrics mm-hmm. that that flow that it seems effortless the rhyming mm-hmm. but i know it's never that easy agreed yeah and hyatt at his best makes it look very easy yes i was also thinking about shot a rhythm i am a little embarrassed that i can't remember the name of the member of that discussion group. Hopefully he's listening and can yes. chime in. There was a, a member of the Yahoo discussion group who was high school friends with John uh-huh. and would bring everything into that space. So maybe I'm actually just channeling those old discussions that I mm-hmm. can't quite get the idea of this being an experience of a trip maybe that didn't go quite so well. And then all of a sudden he's looking over at someone and they're just having a grand old time. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh yeah, this is supposed to be fun, isn't it? And pull yourself out of all those dark thoughts. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I remember we were talking once years ago and sometimes a, I'm going to be careful how I say this, Sylvan. (laughs) And sometimes a tragedy, something bad, becomes that person's identity. Mm, They don't move past. And I'm not saying you don't continue to grieve or that always a major tragedy can change you. But Mm -hmm. there are people that becomes, that they own that pain and it becomes everything about them. Or Uh, to take it another way, you experience a tragedy with a group of friends and then you rely on each other to get past it. But then you realize that the only reason we are continuing to spend time together is to relive this tragedy. And maybe we don't really need to relive it anymore. mm -hmm. And have we outgrown each other despite the fact that this was a really important experience that we shared? My grandfather was a World War II veteran, and I, I was not alive for this, but at one point he got together with a gentleman that he had, it's a long story, which I will share on another podcast, but they both managed to live while most of everyone else in their regiment died in a battle. Mm. And they would get together for drinks at the lodge or whatever, and I was told secondhand that there was just kind of something about it felt like an obligation and he always came back from it kind of feeling like brought down or that he had relived this negative experience that he didn't really have to relive anymore. Mm. So I don't know if there's something in this song that resonates with that, but it just came up as uh, the idea of can I jump in and still float? Like yeah. you've gotten past these feelings. Can I join you? And no matter what it is, whether it's a tragedy, whether it's a high, whether it's just a bad conversation or are are you sailing off solo? Yeah, I, I love that. I 
this year, A Million Little Things, the TV show ended. And Mm -hmm. one of the premises is that this group of friends that kind of met through circumstances, one of them commits suicide. Mm-hmm. And they and they are banded together and they end up going further than that. I think that is an idea of, okay, take your drink, glory days. I hope we don't sit around talking about it, but we probably will. Mm-hmm. Is that possibly... And in that way, and it's fun if it's something positive and you're having this, there's a healthy thing, but if it's a negative, right? Like all I want to do is meet and complain about why blank and blank screwed us over. Yeah. 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 So I could get that. I I like that a lot. Yeah. And I've always also found it interesting that the frame of this song is looking at a female character and John being a a male, you assume maybe there's some kind of romantic thing going on there. But I I don't really get the strong impression that these are two characters who sail off into the sunset someday. No. Or even that these are two people who were making out in this basement that had low spots in the pavement. Um, Yeah. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, I don't think they are either. I I think they are absolutely, this is something that there is a friendship or something going on there. Yeah. I agree with that. Anything else? (laughs) Yeah. I'm just asking you the same thing. Anything else? See, that's about it for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, like I said, this is just a fun song and it, and you've now given me a little bit more to think about. So yeah, I'm ready to rate it. I think I'll go first. I think it's my turn to go first. When I hear this live, I just loved it. I just loved it a lot, but I certainly, I don't think this is a five-star song, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it's more than a three. Okay. In the spirit of not doing half points, I'm going to go a four. Okay. Yeah. And just, I think because of the chorus, the energy, the joy, I feel, I love the clever wordplay of him. Mm -hmm. This is one I turn up when it's coming on. And so that would, that's mine. Okay. I'm going to earn my reputation this time. And I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said, Jesse. It is a fun song and it's really interesting. And there's rhymes that you wouldn't expect and it's clever and it's John. And I think he's probably talking about himself in a way that does reveal something about the human soul. However, (laughs) I don't like to be reminded of the fact that humans can bring each other down in this way. Okay. It is with embarrassment and you're holding the mirror up a little too tight and making me a little uncomfortable, John, that I have to give this song a two. Okay. Because I, I wouldn't necessarily skip it, but it, it, it just, it does make me a little bit uncomfortable 
thinking about those wasted youth days and also the fact that humans can bring out the worst in each other about making each other depressed instead of lifting each other up. And it's very true. And I think maybe if there was just one other verse or one line where he said, but we're all better than that, (laughs) I would rate it a three or a four. And that slide guitar, that solo is absolutely phenomenal. It's the subject matter just rubs me the wrong way. Two for me. So I, I am going to, I'm not going to try to argue with you because you get that. Him saying, is there, is the lifeboat going to sink if I join Mm -hmm. you to Mm -hmm. me is a sign that he is, or the singer is casting off the negativity and the Mm -hmm. knowness and moving forward in my mind that verse tells me that is definitely my favorite verse of the song so i I agree with you so i think that could be why i'm a little more because i find this as an optimistic song Mm -hmm. as in everybody went low but i'm not going to i'm not going to stay at that level i am going to yeah so i think that's the difference of that. All right. I'm still in the process of forgiving my uh, teenage self for (laughs) all her self-importance and her (laughs) big mistakes. (laughs) As, as my wonderful friend, Sarah Hickman says in her song, woman waiting to happen, my mistakes brought me to this place where the flowers replace the thorns. Don't be too hard on young Sylvan. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. (laughs) All right. All right. This is one of those where it's not often we're that far apart, is it? No. And I've got to imagine this is about as far as part as we're ever going to get. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. I could be proven yeah. wrong. Yes. Yeah, it, absolutely. So that's great. <laughs> We've if- got a very long way to go. As a reminder, right now we're scheduled to end in uh, July 2028. And that could very easily get uh, pushed back even further. Yes. Yeah. So Linda today, so like, what song are you singing about? And I told her. And she, she goes, okay, when you, she mentioned the, oh gosh, now I'm drawing a blank. I'll tell you offline and I'll edit this and we'll do that. But I told her I have her down for slug line, which is like a 27, 28, right? And she goes, (laughs) yes, I will be there for slug line. So great. Very cool. All right. If someone wants to reach you, how can they? Best way is probably to drop an email to the perfectly good podcast at gmail.com where uh, Jesse and I are both checking that out. They can also find both of us spending quite a bit of time on Facebook on the John Hyatt fan page. We also have our own page on Facebook. And from there, you can get a link to our minimal website, but there is the entire song list. Like we said that we could look at what songs are coming up and when your favorite song is scheduled to be discussed. I am Sylvan Groth on Facebook and Sylvan Green Eyes on X. And I think that covers it. I am Jesse Jackson, DFW on the Twitter machine, aka X. Can we do you a favor? Please. We, we just ended another letter as we talked about last that we're not going to do a wrapping up of e we're going to wait till we finish f and then combine them together but please go to wherever you listen to this podcast 
and get a give us a rating and review. This truly does make a difference, giving us hopefully five stars, helps people find us. And if you could, please find one other person and tell them about the podcast and have them check it out. We would be forever grateful. And as we're recording this, we are banking a few getting in early. This will not come out till December, but as we're recording this, it is Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving, Sylvan. Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Yes, I am so grateful to you for having this crazy idea, Jesse, and having so much gratitude for everyone who listens. I also, you said everything also about giving us a review and sharing it. Very much appreciated. Also, we've had some wonderful guests and I'm so grateful for all of them. I would love even more. And I think, you know, if you're a musician, we're going to totally geek out on you and love everything you say. But if you're not, if you're just like me and Jesse, people who like listening to these lyrics or you have a funny little story to tell that has to do with John or just has to do with something in the song, come talk to us or send us a voicemail. We can include it. Love it. All right. I love it too. All right. I think that is going to wrap us up. I do know that when I'm going around the table for saying things I'm grateful for, this podcast and you being in my life is absolutely one of the top things I'm going to say thank you for. Ditto. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Thank you, listeners. And have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the cold of mine. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.